Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. Yo, what's up? Can we just get to it first? Can you get to that sweet, sweet thing that we need? I know we all need right now. It's our little chant we do on Thursdays. What's the point of this, Jess? Why do we do it? Oh, wait. Your mic's not on. Now yeah. Your mic's on. Hello. Sorry. Good morning. Happy Thursday, everybody. Why do we do this? Just to get us started, man. I think that obviously we everyone always says Wednesday is the toughest day, but I think it's Thursday. Yeah. And you're one more sleep away from Friday. So if you will, uh, in your car with us at home, at the gym, whatever you're doing, either out loud or in your head, just do this chant. It just goes, one more sleep. One more sleep. One more sleep. One more sleep. That's it, man. If we can get through the day, baby, tomorrow's Friday. And that's it. We're done with the week. All right. Six o'clock club. How we feeling? Want you to text us if you're awake. And if you're wondering how you join the six o'clock club, it's just you're just here. Like if you're listening to this, you're part of it. And you just text us and let us know who you are. And we shout you out. 410-583-1065. Veronica is here. Good morning to our Greek goddess, Diana from Annapolis, our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber, Magic Mike in Pasadena, Christine, good morning, BA Trucker, Brittany, hello, beautiful Beverly, Jay from Glen Burnie checking in, Clever Kevin is here, John the Annapolis locator, John from Middle River, good morning, Terrence, good morning, Cindy in Westminster, Sexy Dan from the Eastern Shore, uh, who else is up with us? Hope Adope is here, Drew from Precise Performance, our neighbor Kathy in Parkville, uh, Stephen from Kent County. Tony is here, Mr. W in Reisterstown, Uncle Coco in Hunt Valley, Grace in White Marsh, Lisa, Dante, and Anthony from Catonsville. Happy Thursday. 410-583-1065. I want to play something for you, 6 o'clock club, that I think is going to really put you in a good mood starting out this day. We all need to have Thursdays like this man, Matthew Graham from Baltimore, who is trending right now, yeah. is having, okay? I don't know if you saw this or not, but he was on Good Morning America. He's uh, a, a resident here in Baltimore. He took his bar exam, and I guess what happened was he was going to check his score to see how he did because he wasn't sure if he was going to pass the bar or not. Yeah. And somebody in his family recorded him and his reaction. And, like, the amount of pure joy that's in this 30 seconds of audio... Blasting this through the whole city today just makes me feel good. And it should for you too. So listen to his reaction to this. Huh. <laughs> you can take another minute. You ready? I'm ready. <laughs> Congratulations! <laughs> <laughs> No! 
What's his name? Matthew Graham. Matthew Graham, man, from the entire Mix 106.5 family and your city. Congratulations. Well, that's a big thing, Absolutely. man. Passing the bar, you know, like, and just, I mean, I'm sure we've all had that one moment. And if you haven't, I hope that moment's coming for you really soon where you're feeling just that unfilteredly excited about something. Mm -hmm. And for Matthew, of course, it's passing the exam. So cool. It's awesome, man. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three with Jess. Number three. Looks like the bank is officially getting a makeover. The state board approved the Maryland Stadium Authority's request to issue $450 million in bonds to fund improvements for MT Bank Stadium. If you don't know, last year the General Assembly actually passed a law permitting the Stadium Authority to borrow up to $1.2 billion to improve the bank and also Oriole Park if the teams signed long-term leases. Well, the Ravens did that, their lease ending in 2037. No word on what exact renovations will be taking place, but the work could start as early as this year and upgrades are expected to be completed by 2026. And it's how many million? Uh, 40, 450 million. <laughs> then that number alone just like blow your mind. That's just for improvements. Yeah. 450 million. But it's good. I mean, hell, can you imagine what's going to come from that? Though? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be awesome. Number two. Montana just became the first state to ban TikTok. The law is set to take effect in uh, January 1st of next year. Lawmakers passed the bill last month and it was signed into law yesterday, so it won't even be allowed on personal devices. TikTok users won't face penalties. It just bans distribution. So companies like Apple and Google can't offer it on their app stores. If they do, the law says Montana can fine them $10,000 per violation every single day until they stop. The U.S. and Canada both banned TikTok on government devices earlier this year. So how does that work? So you, if you already have it downloaded, they can't take it off your phone, but they can't, can't offer it on your phone starting soon? Is that what I'm understanding? That's So I, I'm still confused yeah. by it as well. Yeah. So I'm assuming if it's already on your phone, but... If it's not offered on on Apple, if you does that mean it's going to disappear off your phone? Do you get I what don't I'm know. I, I don't Can honestly, you imagine though? I don't know how this is going to work. Can you get imagine like being like locked up, the police like swarm your house, like we got TikTok on his phone, get it? Like, yeah, what? no. Number one. After seven months of dating, Billie Eilish and Jesse Rutherford, leader lead singer of the Neighborhood, have called it quits. Uh, Billy and Jesse, Billy 21 and Jesse 31, have not been seen together since Coachella in April. And fans kind of started speculating that there was trouble in paradise, especially when Billy actually showed up to the Met Gala earlier this month without him. Page Six reports their breakup was amicable and they remain good friends. There were previous rumors of cheating surrounding the couple, but those have been denied. But the exact reasons for the split are still unknown. Seven months, though. I mean, is that, in 2023, is that even a relationship anymore? Seven months? Seven, seven months, months is a long <laughs> like, time. We're reporting about a seven-month relationship? Well, because it was a really big deal when it came out that they were together. Maybe. Okay, I'm trying to think. Because I'll tell you right now. Seven to months me, is a long time. To me, seven months is... You're barely getting to know somebody in seven no months. No way. I don't know that I would even call somebody my girlfriend after seven months to be completely Garage Boy decided to move across the country to Maryland <laughs> after eight months of, of us living in separate parts of the state. Like, do you We had never even lived together, and this man agreed to move across the country to Maryland with me. That was after eight months. I'm not sure you even cry if, if you break up after seven months. I think you're just like, oh, yeah. No way. Even there. I'm t- I don't think I'm t- no way. This is Jess and that was your top three. Did you know 
that Can You Feel the Love Tonight by Elton John was actually cut from the original The Lion King. No. True story. And it was one for, I guess, one particular reason that I had no idea was even like a thing. It actually has like some drama behind what? it. What? I'll explain it today. We got to do Throwback Thursday, y'all. This is a segment where we look back on the number one songs in Maryland from previous years. And then, yeah, I'll explain. We'll go back to 1994 when Elton John's Can You For The Love Tonight was released today, by the way, back Mm -hmm. in 94. And I'll explain to you why this song was just kind of chaotic as they were making The Lion King. All right. We'll start, though, in 2017. The number one song today in Maryland would have been Bruno Mars. And that's what I like. He's going to be here on Saturday, y'all. You know what's so funny is I realized about this week's Throwback Thursday is not only are we going to play Bruno Mars, who will be here, we have another artist, too, that's also coming to town. I think this weekend as well, I think. Okay. Anyway, yeah, Bruno Mars would have been number one today, May the 18th. 2017 in Maryland. Ten years before that, back in 2007, the number one song in Maryland, Maroon 5 and Makes Me Wonder. When I was producing this segment up, I was like, where are we with Adam Levine right now? Are we cool with him or are we not? I don't remember where we really are. I don't know. Recently, he like he was on The Voice and I think Maroon 5 performed on The Voice. But other than that, like, they've been laying low. Yeah, that's what yeah. I thought, too, which is kind of strange. But, anyway. All right, the number one song back in 1994 today would have been Janet Jackson, and That's the Way Love Goes. She was here last weekend. Was that last weekend? I couldn't remember. Yeah, okay. Janet and Luda. But if you turn on Mix 106.5 today back in 1994. That's the way love goes. Sad I missed that show now. I thought for some reason it was this weekend. All right. We got to talk about why Can You Feel the Love Tonight originally dropped from The Lion King. So here's what happened is they put this whole movie together and they're all excited about it. And they take, they add Elton John onto the project. Elton John's like, love it, love it. We'll work it. We'll work with it. What in the hell is this Can You Feel the Love Tonight song? Mm -hmm. Because originally when Disney wrote The Lion King, Can You Feel the Love Tonight was actually a comedy song. It was basically literally just, you know, this first part where, wait. Yeah, Yeah, when I was a young Like, what? And they don't this have a clue. was the whole song. Oh, they'll fall. Oh, like this banter? The whole thing. Okay. Was just like this. Elton John's like, oh, hell no. Like, that's that's not it. And they actually cut the song. They cut it, right? Yeah. For some reason, the last minute, though, they went back to the song. And Elton's like, listen, there may be something here. The, the movie needs something else. Like Let a me ballad. see if I can rework this garbage thing y'all put together with Timon and Pumbaa. Yeah. Into something really, really good. And, of course, he comes back and it's all, you know... They decided to use, like, I mean, there was no one, like, singing the song in the movie. It was just, no, but you it's, know. it's, like, the background right. of them, like, finding each other yeah. and growing together. So it comes back with that. So it fits perfectly into the movie. That's Not so only awesome. That, then, of course, like, Elton John takes that song himself, right? Not only does it win an Academy Award... It wins a Grammy. Yeah. And it hit number four on the charts. It's a beautiful song. Literally, 
was about to be completely trashed. Yeah. If Elton John didn't take that move with it, it'd been like, you never would have known that song. Kind of interesting, I would say. That's and that cool. is your throwback Thursday for today. So Jess is turning 30 on Monday. Mm-hmm. Happy early birthday. Thank you. We, In case you don't know, we have an uncensored podcast that we do once a week, too. And it's kind of like a, how would you describe the uncensored podcast? Completely different from the morning <laughs> yeah. show. It's very uncensored, not for the little ones. But we definitely just go way deeper into what's actually going on in our lives in real time on the uncensored podcast. So yesterday on episode 117, Jess starts talking about her 30th birthday. And it's not like you're disappointed with what you're doing, right? Yeah. And I think it's like, I it's I feel like sometimes people have like a, a 30 is a big thing, right? I'm not struggling because I'm turning 30. I've literally wanted to be 30 since I was like eight, ever since <laughs> I saw 13 going on 30. I have no problem with turning 30. I'm really excited about like being able to say, oh my God, I'm 30. But it's the, I guess, who's not, sur- who I'm not going to be surrounded by and what I always thought how I would be celebrating my 30th birthday. is because it's kind of I don't know. I didn't expect it to be this way. So what are your plans for your 30th birthday? So next weekend, Garage Boy and I and a few friends, uh, a few friends are going to go to New York. And I'm really excited about that. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to do some things that we've never done before. Uh, But the thing is, is so Garage Boy and I have a big group of friends back home. And the friends that are coming, like, we're all cool, but they are definitely closer to Garage Boy. Mm. So it's kind of like me and like with like garage boys people a little bit like we're all homies but you know it's like his best friend and like his best friend sister and all that kind of stuff it's not like you know like my besties or anything like that so jess started talking about this on the uncensored podcast and i could like tell there was like a thing and i was trying to figure out like what's this thing like and i want to play this for you today because i'm sure there's somebody that can relate to this with like things can be great things can be really really good in your life because everything's going great. Your wedding, you're really excited about it. There can also be other things that still kind of make you sad in the midst of happy things going Mm -hmm. on around you. Listen to Jess explaining this from yesterday's Uncensored podcast. It's not that I like care in a bad way. I think it just is, it's making me a little more emotional because it's kind of reminding me more about how I miss my parents and like my really close friends and my family Mm -hmm. who I'm not going to be with. I think that's why there's like a level of sadness there. And this week we just made the decision that we're not going home for Thanksgiving or Christmas. We're just going to go home in October for my sister's birthday. So I think there's just like a lot of really annoying adult things, financial adult things that we had to make all at the same time. So like the last couple of days, it just felt very heavy in that sense. Well, like perfect world. What would 30 look like? Doing a crazy big ass thing in my parents' backyard with all my family and Versus. friends. I, I love New York. I just wish that my people were with me. That's all. Like yeah. even, like if my parents were there and like my sister and all that kind of stuff. I think I say home just because like more people are able to be there. Like what I love for everyone, like all of my people that are closest to me to be able to go to New York, of course, I think that would be like the ultimate dream. But I right. think I my, the reason why I'm being pulled at home because all my family and my friends are there and like my oppo is there and like I, I wanted to, I wish I could be celebrating that. I honestly just miss my family and my friends right now. Yeah. That's what it is. And it's not so much of like, it's not like having a 30th birthday in your backyard. It's not crazy. You know what I mean? But it's just not with them. Right. So I think I'm more, I'm more struggling with, it's like the combination of like the wedding year thing, right? Of just like having to like, can't do it all, can't do it all, which is fine. But I think that's, that's mainly where it's coming from. Like, I know I'm going to have an amazing time in New York, but I think I'm just struggling with the fact of like, I'm not going to be at home 
with my family and friends until October. Mm-hmm. So I think like that's what it is. I just like I just miss them right now. That's all. Okay, so that's from our Uncensored podcast. If you want to go listen to the whole episode, it's called Kramer and Jess Uncensored, and you can get that on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Just search out Kramer and Jess Uncensored. Maybe if you've never listened to a podcast, you can also go to our website. Kramerandjess.com. Hearing it back, does it make you feel any other kind of way? I mean, is there anything we can do to, like, help? Because I feel like I, I want you to be happy, obviously, on, like, your 30th birthday. No, it's a I, big milestone, I am. You know? I am. And I, I am really excited. And I'm so thankful that I get to basically recreate 13 Going On 30. I'm really excited for that. But, you know, that's a part of living across the country from your family and friends. Yeah. And it's okay to have sad days dealing with that. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This one's one's tough, all right? In case you don't know, our very own Baltimore Orioles second in the AL East. Can we just celebrate that for a second? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are killing it right now. The game today, 1235 against the Angels. We have given them their very own game. This game is called Name That Big O. What a gorgeous day for a baseball game, too. That's awesome. Here's how this goes. Is I am going to name people, places, things, movies, songs, whatever. All that have a big O Mm -hmm. in the title or whatever. All yeah. these names or whatever are going to have a big O sound in them. You just have to tell me what these things are. Yeah, I don't like playing this game. Jess is going to get first stabs at it, but will you please stick by the radio? Because yeah, the ones ready. that Jess done get it. And Jess, if you get two of these, I'll be, I'll be happy. Ugh. This is our toughest week yet, okay? Let's play Name That Big O. Number one, Jess, this national park. No. <laughs> I, don't go, I don't go to parks. This, this national park is in California's Sierra Nevada mountains uh, and is famous for giant ancient sequoia trees. Yeah. Name uh, that big oh. There's a lot of trees at a lot of parks. So. Yeah, but this Yosemite? one. Yosemite? Yeah, she's going with Yosemite. That's absolutely correct. One for Yay, one. Very I've nice. I've been there. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> the only park Jess has ever been to. <laughs> Number two, and name that big O. Oh. Remember, all these things have a big O oh sound in them. 
This TV show was filmed in a legendary theater and featured people competing in hopes to winning over the rowdy crowd. Oh, the Apollo. Exact name of that show would be... That would be the name of the theater, but the show is called... Oh. I don't know. I I just know it's the Apollo. I don't think I can give it to you. We'll come back. We'll come back to it. It wasn't called the Apollo, but it was at the Apollo, so it's close. Yeah. Question number three. Boo. This, This is a fictional detective known for his proficiency... With observation... Sherlock Holmes? Oh, my God. Jessica Dooch, everybody. It should have been Inspector Gadget, but I know, no I, know, I know that's not your your jam. It's my jam. <laughs> You're not doing bad. We're playing Name That Big O in honor of the Orioles. All of these things have a big O sound in them. Jess has kind of got like two and a half for, for three. Jess, this is Leonardo da Vinci's most famous painting... The Mona Lisa. Jessica Dutra. Yahoo! Who are you today? Like how proud you are of yourself, too. Because <laughs> Jess is so bad at games, y'all. She's going to be so bad. I All hate right. games. I hate guessing games. I don't like trivia. You're you're now three, three and a half out of four. Mm. Going into the final question. This one's tough. At least I thought it was. This artist saying the 2001 hit, My Baby. And I will play a clip of it for you. Name that big O. That artist, of course, has an O sound in it. I need the name of that artist. What? Is that? That's not Bow Wow, is it? It is not Bow Wow. Who is that? It is. Any guesses? It's not Bow Wow. This one's Who tough, is man. that? All right, somebody hop in here. We got to answer these two questions. The TV show. It was filmed at a legendary theater with people competing to win over the crowd. And the artist is saying the 2001 hit, My Baby. Hey, Mix, who's this? This is Joy. Joy, do you know, are you able to answer the, the question about the show that was filmed at a legendary theater where, you know, people are competing in hopes to winning over the rowdy crowd? Yes. It is? It's Showtime at the Apollo. It's Showtime at the Apollo, baby. I get it's half a point because I got. The- <laughs> do I get half a point because I knew it was the Apollo? I just didn't know anything about the Showtime. I mean, come on. Yeah, definitely. You gonna give her credit for that yeah, one? Yeah, Enjoy yeah, yeah. Yes, most definitely. She got close. Okay, all right. Thank you, Joy. Let's try this last question then. Okay, this artist sang the 2001 hit "My Baby." Of course, that's Romeo. Little Romeo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I totally what is he doing? I totally forgot about him. Joy! Yes, I know, but you were close for a little bow wow though. I mean that's right. I, when she said bow wow, I'm like, she's gonna get little Romeo. She's gonna yeah, get her. Oh my gosh, that was so good. Okay, Joy, do us a favor here at the end in honor of the Orioles. Can we just get a let's go O's from you here at the end? Uh, how about I let my kids do it? Yeah, get your kids on, get your kids on. Yeah! <laughs> no, no. Baltimore top three, three. with Jess. Number three. Looks like the bank is officially getting a makeover. The state board approved the Maryland Stadium Authority's request to issue $450 million in bonds to fund improvements for MT Bank Stadium. If you don't know, last year the General Assembly actually passed a law permitting the Stadium Authority to borrow up to $1.2 billion to improve the bank and also Oriole Park if the teams signed long-term leases. Well, the Ravens did that. Their lease ending in 2037.
Kevin. No word on what exact renovations will be taking place, but the work could start as early as this year, and upgrades are expected to be completed by 2026. And it's how many million? Uh, 40, 450 million. <laughs> then that number alone just like blow your mind. That's just for improvements. Yeah. 450 million. But it's good. I mean, hell, can you imagine what's going to come from that, though? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be awesome. Number two. Montana just became the first state to ban TikTok. The law is set to take effect in uh, January 1st of next year. Lawmakers passed the bill last month, and it was signed into law yesterday, so it won't even be allowed on personal devices. TikTok users won't face penalties. It just bans distribution, so companies like Apple and Google can't offer it on their app stores. If they do, the law says Montana can fine them $10,000 per violation every single day until they stop. The U.S. and Canada both banned TikTok on government devices earlier this year. So how does that work? So you, if you already have it downloaded, they can't take it off your phone, but they can't, can't offer it on your phone starting soon? Is that what I'm understanding? That's So I, I'm still confused yeah. by it as well. Yeah. So I'm assuming if it's already on your phone, but... If it's not offered on on Apple, if you does that mean it's going to disappear off your phone? Do you get I what don't I'm saying? I, I don't. Can honestly, you imagine though? I don't know how this is going to work. Can you get imagine like being like locked up? The police like swarm your house. Like we got TikTok on his phone. Get it? Like, yeah. What? No. Number one. After seven months of dating, Billie Eilish and Jesse Rutherford, leader lead singer of the Neighborhood, have called it quits. Uh, Billy and Jesse, Billy 21 and Jesse 31, have not been seen together since Coachella in April, and fans kind of started speculating that there was trouble in paradise, especially when Billy actually showed up to the Met Gala earlier this month without him. Page Six reports their breakup was amicable and they remain good friends. There were previous rumors of cheating surrounding the couple, but those have been denied, but the exact reasons for the split are still unknown. Seven months, though. I mean, is that, in 2023, is that even a relationship anymore? Seven months? Seven, seven months, months is a long <laughs> like, time. We're reporting about a seven-month relationship? Well, because it was a really big deal when it came out that they were together. Maybe. Okay, I'm trying to think. Because I'll tell you right now. Seven to months me, is a long time. To me, seven months is... You're barely getting to know somebody in seven no months. No way. I don't know that I would even call somebody my girlfriend after seven months to be completely Garage Boy decided to move across the country to Maryland <laughs> after eight months of, of us living in separate parts of the state. Like, do you We had never even lived together, and this man agreed to move across the country to Maryland with me. That was after eight months. I'm not sure you even cry if, if you break up after seven months. I think you're just like, oh, yeah. No way! Even there. I'm t- I don't think I'm t- no here. way! This is Jess, and that was your top three. Do you feel a little crazy doing it? It's about to go down. Perfect. We want to know everything. Dish. Oh, oh. It's talk me out of it, please. With Kramer and Jess. Mix 106.5. Okay, anonymous. We got you in the voices, guys. So, what is this uh, this crazy idea you got going through your head? I have a plan to save my best friend. I'm marrying the worst guy. Oh. And what is what is this plan? Okay, so she's getting married this weekend. I love her so desperately. She's an incredible woman. And this guy is one of those guys that, like, when he goes out, he's always the drunkest one in the room, the loudest one in the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know that guy. I do. He's just, like, is not ready. <laughs> I was him, by the way, about 10 years ago. So, yeah, I know that guy. So, okay, so you think he's not ready? Like, we don't just think he's obnoxious? Oh, not even a question in my mind. My entire body is 100% no to the fact that he's not ready, he's not able. And I'm really 
really, really worried for her and her future if she decides to go through with his marriage. Mm -hmm. So, run it by my husband. I've run it by so many of my girlfriends, and they think that it's a great idea. So, my plan, I was asked to be the officiant of the wedding, which arguably I never really wanted to do to begin with. I have decided to not actually go through with being officiated and I will marry them as though I did. And then the day that she decides that the marriage is not working, I get to tell her, FYI, it never really was a marriage to begin with because I was never <laughs> officially an officiant. No. Oh my God. Wow, you thought through this one, I can tell. So this question probably goes without asking, but I'm, I'm assuming you're not an ordained minister. I am certainly not an ordained minister. So well, when, when, is it, when is this wedding? It's on Saturday. Oh, oh my God. So you haven't done anything. So at, at this point, God. she thinks you're already ordained. Yeah. Uh, wow. Okay. So let's make sure we got this straight. Anonymous is saying that she does not like the guy that best best friend that your best friend is marrying. Yeah, my best friend. And so she has been asked to officiate the wedding. She is not ordained as of this moment. She thinks oh, you you are. Goodness. So just to make this this wedding like not actually official, she's gonna do it not ordained. If drama goes down in the future with this guy that she sees is not a perfect fit, she can just be like, yo, check it out. Your marriage was not actually legal because I was never actually ordained to do this. <laughs> okay. yeah. um, do we tell her to go for it or do we talk her out of it? 410-583-1065. smart though, man. No, you cannot do this. <laughs> no. That is so messed up. No. Because also you're assuming that she's going to be happy. Okay, so let's say hypothetically things don't work out, all right? But you're assuming that she's going to be happy with what you did. Like, what if she turns around and, like, is upset that you are basically taking the control and dictating on what you think and who you think she should be marrying? I don't know if this is going to play out well for you. Yeah, I hear that. I just, it's also, like, I, it's an intention thing, right? Like, I'm really trying really hard to protect her in the end. No, I, I get yeah. it. I, listen, I guarantee you. 100% of people that are divorced listening right now are like, damn, I wish I had that loophole. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go back to my marriage certificate and see if that was an option back in the day. Uh, we all know somebody in our life that we know shouldn't be with that person that they were with, right? Yes. And if we all had the opportunity to protect that person, would we do it? And that's kind of the way that I'm looking at it. I'm looking at this like, dude, if I knew like when my best friend was getting married to the wrong person, I think I would step into a, a different mindset too and hey yeah but but nobody can do that other than the person that's actually in the relationship i think that's the thing i don't see why you shouldn't go for it i i think i see what your friends are saying if, if all your friends are agreeing to that know this guy and think this is bad news i don't see why not call us what do you think 410-583-1065 anonymous is saying i'm supposed to officiate my friend's wedding i want to basically not get ordained just to be able to nullify this thing it ever happens hey will from columbia good morning hello do we tell her to go for it talk her out of it when it comes to you know not talk, being an officiant talk her out of it absolutely so one you're committing fraud you're for you're portraying to be something that you're not by being an ordained minister and signing a legal document. 
Oh. Two, you're then helping your friend with all sorts of legal problems. What happens when they go to buy a house? What happens when they're trying to file insurance or file their taxes as married? All of that then doesn't happen because you're not actually married. You certainly have the right to tell your friend, don't go through with this. If I was you, I would literally go and say, I feel so uncomfortable about this marriage that I can't officiate this. Uh I just can't do this. That is such a big thing. And maybe the friend will send, but absolutely do not go and then get yourself and them in all sorts of legal trouble. Well, here's, I guess here's a question. I don't know the answer to this. And you, you may, or somebody listening may know the answer to this. So let's say that this marriage goes great and that they are, everything is happy and everything is good. Would they ever be able to tell if she doesn't come forward? Because now you, you can get officiated online. You can do it so easily. Right. Is there going to be a way for people to tell that she's not actually ordained unless she's the one that comes forward and says it? The fact is she's already told her husband, all sorts of other friends about it. Mm-hmm. People know about it. Oh, Somebody so is going to spill it at uh, some point. Yeah. And the risk of that is huge. Okay, I hear that. I, I didn't know all that like legal stuff. But, I mean, but it makes sense, though. If they're not legally married, but yeah. if they can legally do it, that then doesn't how, make sense. Then how do you legally file your taxes as married? Right. Like, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. I get it. I get it. All right, well, we hear you, man. Thanks for calling us. Appreciate it. Thank you. 410-583-1065. Hey, Kelly from Annapolis. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, so she's thinking about not getting ordained for her best friend's wedding uh, just because she doesn't like the groom. Do we tell her to go for it or do we talk her out of it? Look, I honestly think don't do it. I mean, it's like your obligation not to do it if you don't feel like the the relationship's going to work out. To not to not get ordained. Right. I just really think we've gotten to this point where people aren't really honest anymore about the most important decisions, you know, their friends can make. And like, for example, I went to a ceremony for one of my friends and she was marrying this really like he was just a prick. I just he was an awful guy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like I stood up in the middle of the ceremony and said something. I literally was like, I don't like I don't agree with this. I don't think that you're right for each other. I think she, so basically, like, I told, I said, you know, my friend, Alinda could do better, and... In the middle of the ceremony? Mm-hmm. If, yeah. they, if they ask if anyone objects, you object? I've always wondered if that's happened, by the way. I've always wondered yes. if people actually did that. So you, you actually, you actually said something. Yes. I mean, I had two cocktails, thank goodness, for did- the, uh for the encouragement for myself. But like, I just, I can sleep better at night knowing I said my piece if something goes well, down. Wait, did she, did she end up marrying the guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really awkward, and I was like the black sheep, and I left shortly after the, you know, the toast and the dance. Wait, are you guys are you guys still friends? No, not really. I mean, I basically like she's she's really never forgiven me for that. We're not friends anymore. Yeah. But like, honestly, I have to live with myself at night, and I'm the only one of her actual friends that told her how we all felt, mm. not just me. So you know, I okay. I guess I'll be the one to fall on the sword, but whatever. Like. I can't not tell the truth. So, so you're you're saying you got to do what you got to do, and if she doesn't feel as comfortable saying uh, saying it straight up that I don't like your like, like you did, that you still think that that doing the not getting ordained is is okay. Yes, okay. I do. Okay, all right. Thank you for calling. us. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you. My pleasure. Hey, Stephanie from Ellicott City. Good morning. Good morning. What, do you know about this whole, how this whole ordination thing works when it comes to licenses? So I'm like, not like a, I, I, I'm not an expert. I got married with my best friend being ordained. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it doesn't last that long. It's only like a 30-day grace period you have. And I'm pretty sure that when you 
He did it online. I'm yeah. pretty sure you get some type of like verification, some type of serial number that you write when you sign your paper because if it wasn't, then anyone would do it. Right. That and that's like, I would just go marry you guys in the backyard and say, oh, you're married. Like, right. There yes. is some legal legality to it. So I agree with the first caller. She's going to be getting her and her friend in a whole big mess of legal issues. Okay. Especially when she tries to go change. So the first thing you change is your social, your name on your social security number. Right. And then, then, so when she goes to do that and they see that like this document is not legal, yeah. everything's going to just that's a good fall. Point. Wow. You that's know what I mean? So point, I yeah. would, so that's why I was like, oh, for legal reasons, I wouldn't do it. Okay. Cause that's just messing with a, you know, a lot of issues. Right. You're not going to be sure how, like, how will that go? You can't, and you can't undo that either, yeah, right? I didn't know that. 410-583-1065. Hey, Sheriff in the Eastern Shore, good morning. Hey, good morning. You know, so she's considering not actually getting ordained before she marries her friend because she just doesn't know that she thinks this marriage is going to work out and kind of gives him a loophole. Like, do you, do we tell her to go for that or do we talk her out of it? I definitely say talk her out of it. Why? I just think if she's truly your best friend, talk to her first. Don't do something like that. Yeah, I I, I agree with you on that. And I get that it's like, I, know, I understand where her, her fear is coming from, but I do think it's really messed up that she, along with a bunch of her other friends, have the same feeling, but no one has said anything to her. You know, my only thing with that, though, is anyone going to listen the Thursday before their wedding on Saturday? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if, like if you were getting married to Garage Boy three days down, it doesn't matter who. If your best friend in the whole entire world came up to you yeah. and was like, hey, by the way, I don't think you should marry this guy. Right. I At this point, it's too late. I think when, if this was like at the engagement time, maybe. Do you know what I mean? Well, I just think something should have been said first. Yeah. but like, I, yeah. why'd you wait so long? I, I agree. I, I, don't, I definitely don't disagree with that. But I don't really know at this point, even if she were to speak her piece... But if she didn't, change? but if she didn't speak her piece, does she have a right to do what she's considering okay. doing? Okay, that's fair. That's fair too. I hear that. All right, thank you yeah. for calling us. Appreciate it. No problem. Uh, anonymous. Yeah. So, after hearing all this, what do you think? I hear both sides. I really do. You know, hopefully it doesn't ever happen. But if she's somehow happy in her marriage, right? And she finds that I did this. Like I am jeopardizing potentially our friendship, which I understand. A hundred percent. Yeah. But you know, when you have that feeling, that gut, gut feeling that like it's so true in all your body that something is just not good. Right. I can't shake that. It's hard. And it's going to be hard. Yeah. For, I, I can't imagine. Let's all be in their shoes for a second. Like standing up there doing the whole ceremony with somebody that you don't believe is the right couple in the first place. Exactly. It's tough. You know, and yeah, so, but... if, honestly, like, in some way, if I wasn't placed in the efficient role, I think maybe I could, like, bite my teeth and grin and bear it. Sure. But, like, I'm up there telling them that they're supposed to be together yeah. and how their marriage is, like, made to be in harmony and love. I, I don't know how I can honestly be up there doing that job. Right. Well, I, I think you have a lot of things to consider, and you have you have some time. So I think all that we ask is if you're able to... We usually ask everyone that's in this position if they're willing to call us back just because we don't have any of your information. If Are you willing to call us back and let us know what you decide to do? Yeah, you can do that. Okay, so we'll plan on uh, like 8.20 on Monday if you're free, kind of like when we started the segment, 8.20. Because I know, I know we're all kind of curious at that point. That works for you? That works for me. 
Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 1065 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 